The Brewers smashed the Twins in game two, complete the two-game sweep. So much to break down on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. Today is Wednesday, July 27th. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker, with writer and reporter at Access Twins, Brandon Warren. Before we get started, it's time to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. Every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Plus, right now, the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces, and 25% on engagement ring settings. That's BlueNile.com. So, Brandon, Twins uh, lose today to Milwaukee, and we feared this last night on the postcast when the Twins fell and were walked off. Tuesday, they come back out Wednesday, go down 3-0 on a Rowdy Telez home run. Overall, a pretty good plan against Corbin Burns, though, for the offense, I thought. Yeah, and especially to dig out of a hole that was 3-0 to start, you kind of felt like, hey, maybe they can hang in this thing. But again, as has happened pretty much all season, the Twins do the bulk of their scoring on the early front, early half front end of the game, and then it just kind of all unravels from there. Chris Archer was allowed to dig his grave, and apparently Jarrell Cotton decided to push him in there. I think Cotton might have jumped in as well, though, because honestly, I don't need to see any more Jarrell Cotton, and Chris Archer should probably move to the bullpen right about now. But um yeah, not a fun day at the old ball yard, that's for sure. Well, that leads me into my next question. What's next, Brandon? What are the moves you can make right now for the Twins? I know they have four games left until the deadline, but what can be done? Honestly, I think you know, I'm kind of at a loss for words because you just have to wait until teams start answering your calls with the idea that they'll execute something as far as a trade. Um, bringing guys up from the minors, there's just not that much in the way of options. A lot of those guys are up now. So, honestly, you just kind of stem the tide. Hopefully, Taylor Rogers blows a couple more games while you're in San Diego, and then you can push all the buttons sometime over the weekend to get another reliever or two in here. So, Chris Archer walks a bunch again, and so many of these at-bats. Brandon, it reminds me of when I used to pitch when I was, like, 12. I had a good arm. I could throw, you know, I could throw the ball pretty hard. But a lot of my pitches were non-competitive. That's what I was thinking today when I was watching Chris Archer. It, even the balls, like most of them are non-competitive pitches. And in his defense, I mean, he is ramping up to an incredible extent compared to what he's pitched the last few years. But with that said, you can't use that caveat to say, hey, this guy walked six batters and pretty much took us out of the game. It's cool that he's working his way back. It's cool that he's been even decent at points this season after thoracic outlet, but the, the time is coming now for them to make something happen. And he's probably the first rotation casualty. This has been, you know, right out of the break, it was good start for the twins. They scored 17 runs in two days. They swept the tigers in that series, but they lost both in Milwaukee. The Sox just took a lead on Colorado. They're looking to sweep at Coors field. Cleveland won last night. It feels like things are uh, kind of closing in on the twins right now, Brandon, there's four games until the deadline. How much has changed for you? over the last couple of days, if anything at all. You know, if the White Sox hold on here, they're back two games in the Central, and if Cleveland wins tonight, that's a game and a half. 
it's just, again, I think it's urgency. I think you got to make something happen soon. And I think that this stretch of two games put, kind of put them more in that boat. Uh, again, though, too, uh, a couple games doesn't matter that much in the grand scheme of things. But when the division's this tight, certainly you're on pins and needles. If there was any reason to not show as much urgency as they were going to now after two games, I'd say that's definitely ratcheted up. But I think I think the urgency in their mind has been the same for a couple weeks now, maybe even a month, because this team is skidding. Even for a team that's still six games over 500, they're just they don't look good right now. And there's reasons for that that are very, very fixable and very, very soon. So I would say my uh, my panic factor is like a six or a six point five right now. Let's look ahead to the Padres series. First, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online is where the game starts. So now, Brandon, there is a day off Thursday, another day off for the Twins. This is one of those unique times that feels like it would benefit them to get right back out there on Thursday, but there is an off day, and they'll go to San Diego this weekend to play a, a good Padres team with Joe Musgrove slated and Blake Snell and Sean Mania. So a challenge ahead this weekend for the Twins. Yeah, it's, it's a team that has not hit in July. I'm talking about the Padres, not the Twins, in case people are wondering. But... Um, hasn't hit all month their pitching's been fairly good but they're 500 this month they're vulnerable they're a team the twins should be able to go in and at least be competitive with so their pitching is lined up as about as well as you could hope for i suppose and again now you're just kind of enjoying the fact that there are off days before the deadline so there's fewer chances for you to lose between now and then if i'm if i'm being completely honest Reese says one Tyler Malley, please. Brandon, yes. what do you think? Yes. I know you said yes last night. I believe you said last night with me. Uh, three pitchers, minimum, three pitchers. Are you still in that three-pitcher minimum boat? Has that changed with the starters and relievers, the cut? Because we're seeing, you know, Bunny and Archer are far from reliable. I mean, it's my my over-under, if I was at Vegas, is two and a half. Can they do two and have it be enough? Can they do three and have it be not enough. I think both of those things are possible. So I don't like to put a number on it, but you certainly feel better if they get a Tyler Malley and one reliever, as opposed to let's say Jose Quintana and two. So, so relievers. So there's layers to it all, but Tyler Malley would definitely be near the top of my shopping list, especially to, if he comes cheaper than Luis Castillo, because I think if all things are equal, he can be better than Luis Castillo and just getting out of that ballpark will help a lot. Luckily only four starters, needed right now for the twins so they'll be able to go back to joe ryan and sunny gray for these first yep. two games of the padres series what do you expect in this series brandon in san diego i'll be at the first and second game i'm very excited to drive up to uh petco but what do you expect not a lot of runs i think the the way the twins have been so jekyll and hyde offensively it's a run suppressing park the padres offense has been down so they're gonna need big starts from Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, and then whoever else rounds it out. If it's Dylan Bundy, I'm not sure. But you're you're going to need at least two of those guys to bring the money and not let the Padres get rolling because their offense right now is is not exactly great, but they have just as many professional hitters on their roster as every other team. So can you get beat by guys like Jake Cronenworth and all that? Obviously, Manny Machado is a factor. 
if you take them lightly, they'll sweep. And then the twins are really in a hurting uh, position going into the deadline. But I think the twins should be able to go toe to toe with them. And again, you always hope for two out of three. After San Diego, they have the Tigers for three at Target Field and then the Blue Jays for four at Target Field. We knew the second half schedule was a little bit tougher for the Twins, and we also knew that it's a little bit easier for Cleveland and Chicago. Brandon, you said six and a half or seven on the panic meter. How can the Twins spell this and take control again because it feels like things are spiraling? It just comes down to, I guess, pitching. It's just it's so foundational, and I hate to use such a – a broad word, but the starters aren't giving you depth and the relievers aren't giving you quantity of innings, which they have to, in addition to quality. And part of it too, it makes me think like, have we been unfair to this bullpen because of how much they've been asked to do this season? It's, it's no shortage of uh, innings that they've soaked up. So yeah, I just, it it keeps coming down to pitching. You got to add at least two, maybe three pitchers. And I, I don't know if I see it, but couple relievers and a starter, a couple starters and a reliever. Take your pick. Brewers whoop up on the Twins. Two-game sweep. Twins will head to San Diego off day Thursday. Thank you so much, sir. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, everybody, for liking, commenting, subscribing. We appreciate you. Tell your friends about us, Lockdown Sports Minnesota. Brandon, thank you.